And we are. So again, happy Monday, everyone. I hope you all are doing fantastic. Okay. Happy New Year as well. I know that I think this is the first time. No, it's not because I went, I did this last week. So never mind. But haha. It is me, of course, Coach V. You already know I am the new love strategist, and I help Black women renew their hearts so that they can understand and win at Kingdom Love. You're hearing my voice on a Monday. Obviously, that means it is time for some new motivation for hashtag Motivation Monday. All right, I'm all about doing motivation on my Mondays because so many people dread Mondays. I don't really think that we should. I don't think that you need to. So this is my way of saying, hey, like, let's kind of like take back our power. Let's make Mondays a little bit awesome. And that's just going to be that. There's no reason for us to dread it at all. So of course, that means I do have um, a little place in the Bible that I'm going to be looking at. And I was in Genesis 24. And while I was in Genesis 24, this is when Abraham, um, you know, he was old and he wanted a wife for his son, Isaac, you know, which is the promised one, right? Hmm, it's like, I always love thinking about that part because it's that friendly reminder that it's like he was the promised son. And a lot of us, it's like, we forget that we are the promised ones as well. So it's like when things are not happening and taking place in our lives, it's like, we forget that there are so many promises that God has made for us. So Abraham sent his servant to go to his country to get a wife for his son, right? And so the servant went on his way. He actually, um, you know, said a prayer and, you know, he was talking about in the prayer, how the woman would respond to him and his request. And when you actually read the passage, it says before he had even finished, it's like, man, I can go on and on about that part in and of itself. Like some of you need to prepare now. Yeah, you've been praying, but it's like, you're not even like halfway done with what you're asking. And it's like something, it's already coming. Like that answer is coming. That response is coming. That person, that man is already coming. That is why I'm all about the preparation. But it says before he had even finished, like the servant wasn't even finished praying. And here comes the woman. Now get this. Not only did she end up coming, right? But the servant knew, like, whoo, like he knew, it, he just knew it was her, right? Like, and isn't that something that a lot of you desire? Like you just want it to be one of those things where it's like you meet a man and the man just knows that it's you, right? Or like somebody might just know like, okay, like I just know that this is the person who's supposed to be with my da da da, like whatever else. Like that goes into what I spoke about like two weeks ago. Some of you, because of what you are carrying, you don't even realize that what you're carrying inside of you, others can detect it. But it's like, if you're not careful, if you don't do the work, if you don't heal, if you don't take care of your heart, if you don't get rid of all of your past trauma and other stuff, you're going to mess yourself up because you're not even going to be ready when what you're praying for actually presents itself to you. That's why you have to prepare. So the servant, he hurried to meet her. And what I love about her, what I love about Rebecca is that she was eager to serve. What I realize and what I know is that a lot of Christian women, right? A lot of us believers and those of the shared faith, a lot of women today have an issue with serving. And what I do know is that if that is an issue for you, it is detrimental to your desires. I see a lot of women that dislike the word serving almost as much as they dislike the word submitting, right? 
And we have to keep in mind to serve and to submit. These are not suggestions, right? Like these are instructions. These are commands. And it's like what I don't understand and what always baffles me is like, why dislike the word serve when it comes to men? But then so many of you do it easily for others. You serve your parents. You serve your friends. You serve coworkers, clients, even strangers. But for a man, it sounds crazy because you're not his slave. Listen, the definition of serve, it says to perform duties or services for another person or another, you know, or an organization. Another definition is also to present, which could be food or drink or anything really to someone. So in other words, like it is presenting or doing something for another person. And what we have to understand, y'all already know, I am a Christian coach for Christian women, right? The word, the Holy Bible, it tells us to serve. And what I know is that if more women did this, they would not be single. Now, make no mistakes. I get that submission is to your husband. We are to submit to our husbands, right? Yet you can still have a submissive spirit. Okay, but I'm going to leave that alone for now. That's that's the brick that we're going to be laying in May for those who are in N2L, the new love language. But serving, okay, get this. First John 4, 7, it says, Beloved, let us love one another for love is from God and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. So serving is actually a symptom of loving someone. And if you are able to love someone, then that indicates that you have a healthy heart. That's going to be an upcoming series we're going to be doing. Make sure you're subscribed to the site. So we show that we love by serving, right? And I teach all of my clients, I say, love a man from day one. Even ladies who have not even become my clients yet, I always say, love a man from day one. Free game, that is one part of the intentional dating skills that I actually share with ladies in New Heart Academy, unreciprocated love, meaning a love that maybe has not been shown to you. You don't let what a person is doing or what they are not doing take you out of character and cause you to go against what God wants you to be, who God wants you to be, and who God has called you to be, and who we are supposed to be as believers, because we are to imitate Christ. We are to follow Jesus at the end of the day, right? So I always say we have to keep in mind un reciprocated love. Again, a love that has not been given to you, a love that has not been shown to you. It does not matter. You are to love a man because the Bible says that we are to love. It says that, and it even tells us, you know, what love is. That love is patient. It is kind. It keeps no record of wrong. You get a clear picture of how to love. And I talk about that to ensure that women know how to love even in the early stages. I'm like, yes, literally from day one, you already should be patient. You should be kind. Now, if you see that someone is abusing the love that you are given, that is something different. I didn't say love and be still. I didn't say love them forever. I didn't say be loyal, none of those things. But if they're abusing it, you know, and of course, and if they are at some point, you can tell, okay, this person just is not showing love, any godly characteristics, then of course, then you are to walk. Okay, but yeah, love a man from day one. Galatians 5.13, it says, for you were called to freedom. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love, through love, serve one another. <laughs> that sums it all up. It says, through love, serve one another. Again, you can only love if you have a healed, healthy heart, right? Mark 10.45, a favorite because it says, for even the son of man came not to be served, but to serve 
and to give his life as a ransom for many. The way that that verse even starts off, it says, for even. That means out of everybody else, like for even the son of man came not to be served, but even he came to serve. Hebrews 10, 24, it says, and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works. I want to ask you, ladies, are you good at serving? Because a lot of the heart issues, that is what ends up interfering with what women want, right? When you're refusing to serve, when you have an issue with submitting and you fear that the wrong one is going to abuse their power, those are not men issues. Those are all you issues. Those are your fears, right? Those are your insecurities. Those are the things that you are concerned about. That means that there are things that you haven't healed from and things that you have not dealt with. Listen, I need you to get on in N2L this month so that you can take the road to healing course because enough is enough. We're making too many excuses as to why we are the way that we are. We are in a, at a point right now where there is a plethora, an abundance of information, right? So it's like, even if you're not going to join a program or work with the coach, are you at least, you know, reading a book? <laughs> are you doing the, are you at least spending time with God and allowing the Holy Spirit to make you over? Because like, if we're like truly spending time in his presence, then at the end of the day, like we should be convicted on certain things. Like God is going to reveal things to you about you. You have no excuses whatsoever. Now, again, like I said, if you're realizing you need help, I am here for you. But I want to make sure that you are good at serving and that you don't have any heart issues that are affecting you, even in your single season, even when it just comes down to dating or talking to a guy in the early stage. There is nothing wrong with serving because it is what we are supposed to do. Now, let me flip this right quick off topic. I want to ask you something. Do you know your spiritual gift. Do you know your spiritual gift? We all have a spiritual gift, right? We all have one. Like I ensure that my clients identify theirs so that they can be their best selves in all areas. Like that's just one of the things we do in the Right the Vision workshop. Um, even, you know, there's a Right the Vision portion of New Heart Academy. There's a Right the Vision portion even of New Love Language. Like those are the three ways that I do transformation with my clients. One-on-one, -on -one, the self-paced program, or the 12-week academy. Each three of those things, we talk about writing the vision, right? And when I go through that, it's because I want to make sure that my clients have, y'all already know, I always say HISA, that high intensity self-awareness. And I want to make sure that you are good to go when it comes to knowing everything about yourself, you know, like being clear on your, your core three, your self-esteem, you know, all of those different things, you know, where you stand when it comes to gender roles. But also with that, you know, of course, is knowing your purpose and knowing your spiritual gifts. Because our spiritual gifts, yes, while they are to edify the church, you know, and to serve others, it is also just like keeping in mind the church is just like we have the building. Yes, but we are the church, right? Like we are supposed to represent Christ no matter where we go. Like we are supposed to show all of those things in all of our relationships. So even when it comes to our spiritual gifts, those are things that you need to know because that is something that is also going to help you in your calling, in your purpose at the church and in your relationships. Like a lot of times our core value, our core identity, should I say, it is tied to our spiritual gift in some way. That gift is whatever it is that God has placed in your heart. 
And then the calling is what it is that he has placed in our hands. So I can go real deep with that, but I'm going to leave that alone because that's actually another course. But I like to ensure that my clients know their spiritual gifts as well, because guess what? Your gift is also something that is going to help take your relationship and your eventual marriage to the next level as well. And so we have 1 Peter 4.10. Let me just say this because I was sitting here in my face. 1 Peter 4.10, it says, as each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. So you have a gift that is not just for you. There is a gift that has been provided to you and you are to serve others with it. And that includes men. And that includes men that have proven nothing to you. See, when we were in Genesis 24 earlier, Rebecca was willing to serve. She was willing not just to serve the servant, but she also did it gracefully. She did it kindly. She went out of her way to look out for him. She was not concerned about her independence. She wasn't concerned about how serving was going to make her look, if it was going to make her look weak, if it was going to backfire in her face. She wasn't thinking about him using her. None of those things. She just served. And the thing that I want you to understand today is that you can't claim to want real love, but then be afraid of or refusing to serve because kingdom love, what I promise that I help my clients actually win at, and I stand by that kingdom love includes God's love and God's love means obeying his commands because he said, if you love me, obey my commands. So how to determine if you're ready to love? You evaluate where you stand when it comes to serving. And as I'm about to wrap this up, I just really want you to take, even if you just take like two minutes and really just think, hmm, how am I when it comes to serving? Do I serve? And if you don't, what is stopping you from serving? Is it not knowing what to do and what that looks like? Because again, as a dating coach, I'm like, okay, helping him in some way if he's in need. Offering to lighten his load. No, I didn't say go and pay the man's rent. I didn't say take care of his bills, like nothing like that, right? Treating him, doing something for him. You know, are y'all someplace having dinner together? Okay, you doing the cooking or the cleaning or maybe perhaps bringing his plate of food. Like, are you dealing with the man who is technology challenged like a lot of men are, you know, and not trying to be funny, but especially depending on your age or the age of men that you're dating. I'm real. A lot of older men, like I struggle sometimes. I hope my boyfriend doesn't listen to this podcast today, but I struggle sometimes because like there are just certain things and he's not old at all. But I'm just like, how do you not know how to do that on your cell phone? Like, sweetie, did you not know that you can do this? Like, you didn't know that all you have to do is push this little, but okay, honey, I got you. Like, let me help you out with this. So if you're dealing with someone who might also be a little technology challenged instead of balling up your face or whatever, offering to do something for him, offering to help him with something that's computer or phone related. Like, there are so many ways that we can serve and help. Again, serving is performing a duty or service or it's just doing something or bringing something to someone. It is helping them in some way, all right? 
And if there's no one in your life at all, okay, well, do you enjoy serving? Do you enjoy charity work? Like I literally just had this conversation with the lady the other day. She's praying, praying, praying about, you know, wanting her husband to come and she just wants someone that she can serve God with. And she loves to serve in general. She wants to do missions trips and all of these things. And she's really wanting a husband to do that with. I'm like, as much as you love serving, you need to be going to a local shelter. There are things that you can be doing now to serve and give back. And guess what? You might find a man there. And then guess what? She ended up doing that and finally doing that. And now here it is. There's a man who they've caught each other's attention and whatever else. And it's like this smile that is on her face all because she's finally started doing that. Oftentimes, women with a stony, stubborn heart, a heart that's not whole, these women, they have issues serving. They don't want to help because in their eyes, a man shouldn't need help at all, but he should be the helper. Like I said, those are women that have heart issues. And I'm sorry, not sorry, but those women, I would say they are lukewarm at best. Because what? Like too many women today have a romanticized idea of what a man should look like, what their man is going to be like. How they don't have time with the man who can't womp, womp, bop, and I'm not helping nobody with blip, 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 like all of these different things. And some, like, I'm not here to change everybody's mind. I might post some things, do podcasts, you know, just to try to open your mind. But when it comes to transformation, I only focus on those who actually want to work with me and want to do the work. But I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I am that person where sometimes I see certain things that people say and comment and whatever else. And I'm just like, okay, I I see why. (laughs) I see how. A lot of women have the vision boards, the list, et cetera, but none of it has to do with the Bible or like godly character or even the woman herself being spirit led and what it is she's desiring. And that's a problem. I teach women how to serve and love in my coaching programs because I am all about kingdom love at the end of the day. Like my guy and I, like we're coming up like right now on our anniversary and it's always interesting to me to you know, looking back, that it's almost like we're always looking to outserve each other. And I don't mean like as in a competition, but we spend so much time together and it's always us looking out for the other person when it comes to comfort, whether that's physically, emotionally, mentally speaking, whatever. Yes, fixing each other's plates, serving the other person's food while they're watching TV or a movie because they don't even want to get up from the couch or something, being the one to clean up, Thinking about the kids, like, you know, think of other, you know, each other's kids, whatever. It's about making the other person's life easier. Now, I don't take away from his manhood at all. Remember, I always say a man's most basic needs are respect and freedom. Ego and respect are very important for a man. So it's like you have to ensure that he feels like a man. And I do that with my guy. I want to ensure that he feels like a man in my presence. But I also want him to feel the love. So I have no issues serving him. Now, it's funny. I can admit the old me. Nah, (laughs) the old me, there is no way because I was hurt. I was scorned and I was bitter from past men. And at the top of 2018, when I wanted to take, you know, time off from dating, I knew all the things that I was never going to do until I was actually married. And I'd already said cooking fixing a man's plate, serving him in any way were those things that were on that list of things I said, I will never do until I'm married. I'm not going to do girlfriend benefits, you know, wife benefits to a boyfriend, like all of these little stupid things, right? 
But again, I was coming from a broken place. And again, it's, it's obviously, you know, I mean, you got to know your boundaries and whatever else. And there are going to be certain things that we're just not going to do, you know, for, you know, until you get to a, cer a certain point in a relationship. And we have to all determine what those things are. But for me, I have gifts in me and things that make up who I am. And I am not stifling myself or holding on to my gifts. Because for the first time in my life, my heart is healed, whole, and ready to love. Ladies, you already know I am the new love strategist. I am here to help you win. And I am trying to, no, I am going to change even more statuses this year. We're in 2023. I have clients before you who are now healed, dating, in relationships, engaged, married, pregnant, and or expecting a child. Like, where do you want to be? Like, I am ready to change more statuses this year. I want to know, will yours be one of them? Like, are you really ready to love? And I mean love according to the word, according to the Bible. 1 John 4, 7, 8. Dear friends, let us love one another for love comes from God. And everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. This is from the Bible. To my mouth, to your heart, by way of your ears, let it motivate you on today, ladies. We are winning in 2023. So let's make some changes, all right? Your willingness to serve is an indication on whether or not you are ready to love. All right. You already know you can connect with me at newthinglifecoaching.com and subscribe while you're there. That way you can also be a part of the upcoming seven day We Will Win challenge that is going to help you make this a great year. I want this to be a phenomenal year for you. So if you go to newthinglifecoaching.com, scroll all the way to the bottom, you'll see a little box where you can subscribe to stay in the know that will automatically put you on my email list. And you don't have to do anything else. And I will ensure that you get that daily challenge for seven days sent out to you so that this can be your best year yet. God bless. Have a happy Monday. And I'll talk to you all later. Bye.